You're listening to season three of the Achieve With Me podcast. I am your host, Rachel Gilfrin, and I'll be spending the next few minutes chatting to you about what achieving, winning, and success mean to you. As a confidence and career coach, I am a huge believer that success is strongly linked to having a positive mindset. My mission is to empower ambitious women like you to gain the confidence to smash your goals and keep progressing in your career. In this series, I will be sharing some really valuable tips and techniques to help you get ahead in your career. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hello, my ambitious ladies, and welcome back to another episode of the Achieve With Me podcast. Today, we have another fantastic guest on the podcast, and the topic we're going to cover today is all about being multi-passionate within your career. What do I mean by that? Well, throughout our lives, so many times we spend a lot of investment looking at how we can become the best that we can in our career. And because we invest the time into getting great at what we do, we often believe that we have to follow a linear career path. So basically, because of the time invested, we feel as though we need to move forward. And the next rung in the ladder for us is probably going to be our manager's job. But what about the women who have all sorts of creative ideas, different passions that they would love to weave in to their day job? Well, I have got a fantastic guest who has done just that. Our guest today is going to talk to you all about the different ways that she's pivoted in her career, looked at having multiple passions and really looked at creating something that is innovative and phenomenal to help women who are in a similar position to her. So Katie has just launched a positive thinking and self-development app with her husband called Studio Think. She is also a commercial pilot for a UK airline, as well as a mindset coach and NLP practitioner. She lives in Rygate, just south of London, with her husband, nine-year-old stepdaughter, one-year-old son, and even has another one on the way. Having pursued her dream career to become a pilot, as well as then losing her partner to cancer at the age of 30, Katie found a new passion and opportunity arise, one of wanting to help others overcome life setbacks, one which took her down the coaching path to where she finds herself still today, launching a positive thinking app. She is an ambitious, creative and positive thinker, ready to share with us what what success can be to multi-passionate, ambitious mums. So I'm absolutely thrilled to welcome you, Katie. Katie, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you so much for the best introduction. I really appreciate that. (laughs) No problem. I think everybody can agree. Goodness me, you've got a lot going on in your life. It's definitely impressive. Understatement of the century. (laughs) (laughs) So I think it's probably um, a lot of our listeners are wondering how it was that you've actually managed to do so many different things and also how you've known which way to turn when you thought of an idea. So it'd be really great if you could begin by just sort of telling our listeners a bit more about your career path today and how you got to where you are today. Absolutely. Well, you described it so well in that you so often believe you have one career and one career forever. And I was very lucky that I grew up in aviation. My father was a pilot, mother was a stewardess. And it was something I always dreamed of doing. And to be honest, at the time and for many years, I never imagined doing anything else. It was going to be that and that forever. And it was my dream. And I went through a couple of airlines to get to the one that I'd really hoped to go to, where I'm in now, which is fantastic. And then I've flown a couple of different aircraft as well, which is the plan. And for me, I'm a senior first officer. So as you say, the the ladder is there and the next step is my command so to get my captain and so on but where I am that takes many many years but to be honest all of us in the company will do that it's part of the progression it's part of linearity yes there are branches every so often you can go into management maybe safety there are little opportunities training here and there but really it follows one particular funnel till you retire at 65 and I mean once I got on the ladder and into the into the um, airline that I really wanted to 
it felt wonderful and so good and my life was on track everything was going well I was with the man of my dreams my best friend and yeah all was going to plan through my 20s mm-hmm. and then of course like you mentioned at 30 is when a kind of spanner or a monumental spanner flew into the works and he passed away from cancer just before his 31st birthday mm-hmm. and yeah I think that's where you just start to question everything and everything started to change and suddenly this wonderful structure our minds like to plan and they like the plans to work out and that's where stress comes in and disease where um sorry not disease but like a disease of life and the feelings of not being in control and that's yeah we don't cope with it so well and I suppose that's where everything sort of kind of started to open up into different paths not ones I'd chosen but um yeah no a new different beginning you could say Mm, wow what an experience to go through and I think you know nobody ever thinks that it's going to happen to them nobody ever thinks that you know something so tragic is is going to happen to them and so often I see and hear accounts of people's lives where really adversity has been that turning point where people have really looked and assessed their own lives and thought actually you know what else could I do what else could I do that's more meaningful and it sounds as though here throughout that adversity that you experienced following the loss of your husband that you've really started to look at you know understanding yourself a bit more is that fair to say? Absolutely like that's the best way to put it because then everything was going to plan and and like you say you don't expect it you don't think it's ever going to happen to you I mean even when he was terminal he's right there you can hug him touch you just and I'm still surprised like when he passed away I'm totally shocked which is a really weird way to say it but you just genuinely don't think it's actually going to happen and they're not really gone Mm. and it probably took me I mean, it just felt like my world fell apart and my company were amazing at the time, so supportive, and I took the time off. Um, but it was something that happened over a few years. And that's one thing I want to say to women in this world and everything. Nothing happens, like, instantly. Yeah. Um, everything happens slowly, and it's probably a message that I'll come back to in everything because that was in 2013, so eight years ago and it took about four years to like really understand where I was and that I wasn't I needed to sort myself out and work had been going really well and I think that's where it went from it's still my absolute dream job and I love it every time I touch the controls the best thing in the world but leaving him devalued it a bit when you're not sharing it with someone I suppose and it kind of lost I yeah I wasn't able to share everything I was going through and I started to question like is this it is this forever because it felt like that was all I had suddenly is my career that's the one thing and the pizza slice of like family life relationships blah 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 friendships that was actually going well and I did love it but um yeah from there it was kind of okay let's reassess what life means really and at 30 years old I kind of started opening myself up to um, healing myself and learning about who I was. I'd just run for years, run from grief, run from like, yeah, bereavement, run from everything. And I thought, oh my God, I need to sort myself out. I need to get my life back on track. I've got to 33 and it's not where I want to be. However, my career is, which was always a wonderful setting stone that you're on the ladder and it's that lovely funnel. However, it's that what happens next and what do I do now? And it was such a slow process. It felt almost organic. Mm. Um, Yeah, it's that wonderful feeling where you put one little foot in front of another. And I remember looking at YouTube and finding out about minds, finding out about grief, almost doing my own research on it and how to let it go, how to give, forgive the past, how your thoughts are repetitive and you can retrain them and reprogram them. And I didn't have to be grieving forever and I was ready to move on. 
And then I realized I wanted to be more confident. I wanted to be more, feel more successful. I wanted to feel more in charge of my life instead of the victim of all these circumstances that kept happening. I had no control of. And yeah, it was just a gentle, a gentle movement in the direction of self-development, personal growth, learning about me and just discovering a whole new way of being really that was really empowering which brings me here to chatting to you today actually (laughs) I know it's 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 definitely so intriguing to me about how you've you know found that strength and courage to take yourself through that process and I love what you said about you know the steps unfolding as you explore different things because as you say you know nothing does happen overnight but I think that one thing that that this episode has in common with, you know, every interview or every person that I speak to that has had success is that it all started with a decision. You decided enough's enough. I know I'm not where I want to be. I'm not exactly sure where that is. um, Mm -hmm. And I'm not exactly sure what I need to do to get there. But I know today is when I need to begin looking at alternative paths. And, you know, I think that, so often when we hear stories about people who have become successful and have found happiness, you can sometimes be a bit cynical, can't you? And think, oh, it's all right for them. You know, they're there. I don't have a clue how to start. But the point is, it's all about making the decision that you want more. So I think that's an important point for the listeners to realise at this stage. And you describe it so well, because it was a moment, a day. I've been with my friends that day. They thought I was super happy because I was so good at just being it. And inside, I was so not where I wanted to be and so unhappy. And I remember that evening, sitting down on my bed, I actually got onto my knees, put my hands on the floor and said, I surrender. I don't want this life anymore. I don't want to feel out of control anymore. I don't want this anxiety. I don't want this grief anymore. It's been four years. I had done my time, I felt, and I loved him with all my heart, but it was time to move forward. I didn't want to carry it till I was 70, 80, 90. And yeah, it was that decision. I want to take back control of my life. I feel like this isn't my destiny and there is so much more. And it's that, it's, it's totally, it is that decision. And it's funny because nothing happens in that instant. You think, oh, there's going to be a bolt of lightning or <laughs> yeah. I'm going to know exactly what to do. But no, the bolt of lightning is your change. And you still dip back all the time to what you know and there's not enough proof. And um, if you know about beliefs and stuff, you create your reality with your thoughts and my thoughts had got me here and therefore it was going to look like that for a long time until I started going in the right direction and it's just like watching YouTube you watch one video which leads on to another which leads on to oh my god that's a really good one and leads on to another that's about gratitude and another that's about this and your path you haven't mapped it out but somehow it just unfolds when your intentions go in that direction and then a couple of days later, there's the Power of Now book was left on an aircraft just under the seat. No and way. I tried to give it back. Yeah, but I can't tell it. And you just think, <sighs> oh my God. And we tried to give it back to the people who ran up and we couldn't. And for a book, they generally do electronics and anything expensive. But for a book that was half ripped, they said, and the lady said, I think that's yours. Maybe it's a like, and I just, she didn't say it. I was like, oh, maybe that's a sign in my head and reading that was just like oh wow and I remember just closing my eyes and looking up thinking okay thank you something tells me I'm on the right path I don't know what it is or where I'm going or where it's taking me and then slowly I just yeah it just starts to unfold and of course you're on your main one like like I said before I loved my job and I would pursue that with all my heart with all the safety all the thinking that is required but there's a little part of you that's like ah there's something more and then, yeah, that starts to grow. And it's slow. It really is. It was like a couple of years till I met my other half who became my husband. And all that time, I was just learning and expanding. And then the two of us came together. And he had been divorced uh, more recently than mine had passed. So it was all a bit rawer for him. And I suppose I ended up like not coaching him, but explaining everything I was learning and had learned. And he was fascinated by it all. And 
it was his, he was like, oh, you know, my aunt has always said I should be a life coach. And he's like, I've never understood why. And I'm like, oh my God, definitely. Because you've been through so much and you've come out the other side and so have I, and maybe we could do this. And then it, it's the silly thing of Googling and then trying out lots of places. And then, and it's not one massive aha moment in this case, it's just following the little steps. Yeah. And then yeah it just slowly unfolds there's so much pressure isn't there sometimes you feel like oh my god I want to be a coach right now and it has to happen in the next six months and you think (laughs) no no actually when you're happier you stress less more things unfold and quicker yeah it's so true I mean and it's really interesting that that you know when you did meet somebody that you had that connection with yeah kind of delivered that message about the next steps in your career of oh you should be a coach I mean how crazy is that so what steps did you take next after that to really look at becoming a coach did you because obviously you've already said that you were on YouTube learning about kind of mindset and looking at you know your own strategies so how did this kind of then turn into something that you wanted to do as part of your career I suppose because I learned so much about thinking and if you heard, I know you've heard of Lord of Law of Attraction because I've seen your other podcast and um, I fell in love with the idea and I thought oh you become a magnet for what you are and so once I'd done my healing and gone back inside and forgiven and done all of that sort of stuff I was like wow the power of mind your mind can be really extraordinary and that's when I realized I wanted love again. I really did. I, I, I remember Buzz, he had always said, um, you will be a mum, you will find love again one day. And I couldn't imagine it. He'd been my best friend since I was 20. Like I've never even thought of anyone else. You think, no, 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 I can. Because it's just in your thinking. If I think I'll never find love again, I'll never find it again. If I think I will, I will. And the only difference between one and the other is a pattern of thought I've had for years, but I would never find anyone else okay, so I need, just need to reprogram that. Simple, right? And I will, I will, I will. And I remember doing affirmations and meditations like they were coming out of my ears. In the mirror, I'm lovable, loving, and loved for a really long time. I am worthy of a long-term loving relationship. Loads and loads and loads. And I did with confidence and insecurity and everything. And I ran into Paul and I was like, oh my God, I have to share. And you know, it was that aha moment because I'd asked for it. I know when I meet him, it's going to be amazing and rockets are going to go off and <laughs> we're not going to do any of that dating thing. We're just going to know. And all of that happened, which I just loved. And I thought, oh my God, I have to spread this message. How do I do that? And of course, I vomited all this onto him when we met and all this sort of thing. And that's what he found fascinating. And hence, we went down life coaching and NLP. And because we chatted about it so much here and there, while we're living our lives, He's another pilot as well, same airline. It's all very busy and it's all very slow. And we just started really coming together, thinking, how can we spread this message of amazing thought? Let's become coaches. And we signed up. We looked Google. We spoke to lots of people. Lots of adverts come up on your Facebook and everything, of course. And we just found one that resonated with us. We suddenly realized all of them would do well just go with the one that feels best and this one did and they offered a buy one get one free um for the life coaching academy and it was do life coaching get nlp free and we thought wow nlp sounds really interesting too ask a few people about it and we actually ended up going through our life coaching course and into nlp i really liked both paul was absolutely nlp was yeah. just his uh, like his lightning strike moment and that's when he really bought on board with all the mindset stuff, because it's like everything I've been bombarding with, with him with made sense. And so the two of us went, okay, let's try the coaching. And the Life Coaching Academy took us a year to do. Many people, it takes just a few months. But again, it's like small steps because we've got careers. Yeah, of course. We don't have Saturdays off. And of course, all the days <laughs> for training were Saturdays. And that's like, we had to do them in leave. When we were together, some we did apart. And it's like, try and not rush it again. And uh, so we completed those and thought, this is amazing. But we really found difficult. We really tried to do the coaching. But because our hours and our careers are so sporadic and differently timed, and we found it really hard to find the time to 
sit down and absolutely make sure we would be there for our clients and we really struggled and we found it too structured and it didn't work and we were like oh my god have we made a massive mistake we've just spent quite a few thousands of pounds on these courses a year and a half maybe of our life now you think how is this not working and then it's again the pivot and that's where I fell pregnant and it's funny how it does happen in those life moments like oh and I get grounded when I'm pregnant I can't fly anymore and I work from a laptop at home they give you a ground roll and then from the ground roll I was just able to start thinking and I thought how can I learn everything use everything I've learned in coaching everything I've learned in NLP everything from my life experience everything Paul's been through and put it together and I'd read this book called the billion dollar app and it just really resonated with me and I'd really wanted a billion dollar app idea (laughs) and I'd asked the universe for a career I was like I would love and this is probably a bit out there so (laughs) if I keep it in or not if you want to but um I'd listened to a podcast love podcast and she had said right after the podcast finished for five minutes you're gonna sit down and write your best future you could ever imagine you know the one that you would have you totally wanted it and could have it and I was like okay and I'd already met Paul I was like, I get married, I have beautiful children, live in a wonderful house. I start a business that I just love and it doesn't even feel like I work on it because Mm -hmm. I just thoroughly enjoy it. It helps the world, it helps more than a billion people and, you know, it's easy to do, it's just organic, it makes sense and my husband loves it too. In fact, he buys into it as well. He loves it, like he enjoys it as much as me and we make a million and then I remember scribbling it out because I remember Jerry and Esther Hicks we say well the manifestation it's as easy as to manifest a button as it is a castle I was thinking okay well if I'm going to put this much energy into making a million I'll make it 10 and then I just went for a billion because I saw the billion dollar app and thought (laughs) why not like just aim for whatever and then of course you always say um or something better because the universe sometimes gets trusted. And that's where I put it out there and thought, right, let's go for it. And then, yeah, about six, seven months later, I had the idea of an affirmations app. And um, that spiraled with lots of ideas into CD Think. <laughs> wow. I love everything you just said. And of course, I'm definitely keeping that bit in about, um, you know, you <laughs> basically cosmic ordering, asking the universe for, yeah. for what it is that you wanted, because, you know, I know I, I'm totally on board with all these processes. It's something that I do myself in my own life. And I know that regardless of whether people buy into it or not, it's something that's there. And it's something that even if you went about kind of just listing out how what you would want without that mindset of, oh, I'm going to be asking the universe. It still yeah. helps the ideas to cultivate. It still helps oh. everything to flow. And I think that I would definitely advocate for that process because just taking the time to reflect on what do I actually want? If yeah. everything was possible, what would I actually want? And I love that you've done that. And, you know, you're pretty much there. So I guess the next step is really talking us through this fantastic app that you've created um, and how it's evolved to date yes well it's called studio think as we mentioned and essentially it all started from yeah the aha moments from changing my mind and using affirmations and so while I was off pregnant I had at that point I had a lovely little nine-year-old and we have her weekend a week on week off with her mum which is fantastic and she's the light of our life she's amazing and so week on when we have her it was just more around school time that you could do it and holidays not um and it's that balance isn't it the motherhood is like wow and I do that I'm very good at compartmentalizing my husband says you can just switch off and you think (laughs) I can I am mum and then I am work my real job that definitely comes first even though it's on a keyboard these days rather than flying an aircraft and compartmentalize that and then third came the business and the ideas and um it's all about opening your mind up isn't it to where the ideas come in from and I love that because actually we are opening very soon a success thinking 
course it's called unlock your mindset oh. and yes it's uh unlock your success mindset and day two is all about how thinking thoughts of I can't I can't I can't I can't stem the next ones you know you just bend them you don't think about it but if you like give yourself 24 hours give yourself mind your mind time to roam about what it is you want to be where you want to go if you want to pivot if there's another sort of path you want to follow whilst you follow your main career um but you can't say I can't and you can't rubbish the thoughts you're not allowed to like <laughs> I, love <these> rules. <laughs> let, I know let it roll just let because everyone you see around you who has gone from where they were to where what they've achieved everything you see around you from the roads that were created to the doors to the houses started as a thought mm-hmm. a little thought in front of another thought that meant oh maybe that could oh yeah that's a good idea and you lead your way there. So it's like, if you stem, I can't, you'll see all the people that always said, I can never be that because they never will be. But the ones that nourished the, I could become a coach. I could open this up. I could see where this goes. Do make their way there. And to be honest, Studio Think has just launched. So it was affirmations. Then we brought in meditations. Then we met a lovely man called Gray through my family friend who's breath work. And that changed everything for Paul. He was like, wow, I love breath work. This has to be in there. And he, I like to control my mind and my thoughts through affirmations and meditation. Whereas Paul, he's never been that minded. So he uses his body to do it. So he uses when his mind's running or isn't where he wants to be or in a state he doesn't want to be in. He uses breath work to stop the mind and then, ah, oh, he can release whatever it might be feeling, frustration or anger or on anything so we thought oh we'll bring those in and then we brought in coaching because we just we did love coaching it just didn't work with our lifestyles particularly so we brought in like natural sort of questioning um flows so people that want to try life coaching and don't want to spend 50 dollars 150 dollars an hour can just listen to one of our courses and then gosh we brought in mindset tools because we loved the idea of visualization and using the mind to benefit you to think of the future to take you where you want to go and then to bring it all together was the courses. And that's where everything's really started to take off because now we bring in coaches from the outside. So I run three of the courses and they're just six day courses, less than 15 minutes. And for example, the Unlock Your Success, that's in the front of my mind because mm. we're just finishing writing it like right now. It's all about opening your mind up to take you from where you want to be to where you want to go. We talk about self-limiting beliefs. We talk about comparison self-belief and all in very snippet a very small snippet bite size and it just is those aha moments at the end of each day we give you a meditation or an affirmation mix or a breathwork tool or a mindset tool to work on to then put into practice what you've just learned and we've got a lovely lady Nicola Finley who's coming in and doing a course on letting go of your perfectionism Mm. and the idea is that it's going to start spiraling so that everyone can come in and just learn about how all the resources they have to be who they want to be, to have what they want to have, to go to where they want to be, are already within them, within their thinking and reprogramming it and learning about their mind. And yeah, it's really, it's so exciting. and I love it so much. And we're at the point where we have released and we're looking for, yeah, funding to go as big as we possibly can, basically. Yeah. We've got calm and headspace, bring you into the present moment. We want ours to be the next step to okay. take you now where you want to go. No, I so, love yeah. it. I think it's it's absolutely fantastic because of course I'm, you know, as a confidence coach, I'm definitely an advocate for one-to-one coaching. Yeah. But one of the things that I think is really powerful is having that kind of resource in your pocket, you know, literally at your fingertips, where if you are feeling you know, maybe seeds of doubt creeping in, or if you're, you know, feeling as though you want to proactively manage your energy for that day or anything like that, you've got that there that you can literally just check in on. And as well with the affirmations, I remember when, um, years ago when I was working in London and feeling really stressed about, you know, the day ahead and all the challenges that I knew the week was going to bring. The thing that kept me going was I'd like go on Pinterest or I'd Google positive affirmations and I'd just desperately try and find ones that resonated with me. And so I love the fact that all of this is in one place. You know, you can start your morning with 
you know, 15 minute snippet, just like Katie says, it's not something that's going to take you ages, something that can be done as part of your daily routine to really keep your mindset on track. And the reflection period in between each of those sort of mini modules is part of the, it's part of that embedment process. So whenever I, um, work with clients either you know in one-to-one private sessions or on my group coaching program yeah. that I do in businesses there's there's a week gap between each module because I know that that week is really important for them to think about the things that we talked about yeah. put them into practice and see themselves begin to accept and understand that concept before they move on to the next stage of that so I love the fact that it's those little snippets that you can digest individually yeah no, I totally agree with you on coaching because uh, I absolutely love it and nothing beats it. And I actually, my husband and I coach each other about once a week, once every two weeks to just really help our thinking. And to be honest, it's a really good way of communicating between each other on yeah. what page we're on. Um, but also I'll find coaches outside. I'm not at the moment, but I'm looking for another business coach because God, it just really unlocks your mind and your thinking. And it's, I love the accountability. And with the app, it's more like we want you to come in and um, I suppose we're the first stop. We want people to just have the little bits of information, the aha, that then they can then go and pursue. So, for example, if they did listen to your coaching course for six days with you, oh, my God, I want to work with her more. This is really interesting and I'm on the path to it. So then they can then go and pursue say you if you did a course on it or Nicola or me or my husband or anyone because it's it's basically a book written in in short instead of reading a whole confidence book to go oh yeah. that made sense it's ta-da there in short and you think oh I just love that idea and the idea being that it becomes a hive that people can come in on there's one on motivation there's one on forgiveness there's one on happiness there's one on self-esteem and you can just start to build a really powerful version of yourself and the improvement that you can do in it um yeah that's where it is but it's more the first step so yeah and then it takes you to people like you and those who want to go further and further and further because a six-day course in success as we've spoken about um is really juicy and amazing to get you started but you're the one who now has to go and do it and continue it past those six days and keep it rolling and that's where yeah, people like yourself, like coaches and one-to-one sessions come in to just keep it going and going and snowballing and snowballing and following those little steps here and there that lead you to moments like this. And you can, and the wonderful thing I wanted to come across is that everything can be as organic, as slow, as fast as you wish. And I am still doing my career and I still absolutely love it. And I'm pregnant again, so I'm grounded again, which is great. Um, so I can do a bit more of this um, because of course flying you have it's like my compartmentalizing that requires a lot more because of course it's absolutely safety conscious you know the app went away for six months I went back to work and it was like right I'm game face on get back but now I'm grounded again it's like ah this is working and it's not getting frustrated when the kids get ill or when you have to go back to work or so and so that that really um lets you what's called get it's just not beating yourself up and it's just going with the flow and pivoting when you need to and pursuing what you want just one step at a time just be gentle and really the most unbelievable things can grow it's really as remarkable 100% I really agree with that and I definitely um for the listeners I'm going to link um the app in the show notes because I definitely recommend that everybody checks it out have a little peruse and Thank see what you, you think um, yeah and I'd, I'll um include any other any other kind of contact details there but one thing that I want to kind of come back to because yeah. I think it's really interesting is um the concept of you compartmentalizing certain areas of your life, yes. enabling you to achieve more, because there will be people listening, thinking, blowing neck, you know, she's doing it all. She's like a superwoman. And of course, you know, helping you to understand how your mind works and how you operate has obviously been, you know, a really pivotal moment in looking at how much you can actually have on your plate, you know, yeah. and, and enjoy. So I'd love to understand if there's been any sort of 
process that you follow to get your mind into that place where you can compartmentalize or if it's more something that you've just naturally always done I'll be honest um no I think it's something I I found for myself as a coping mechanism because I fell pregnant in August 2019 and COVID hit when Will was born which was uh, the following April and we went into lockdown and the world changed a lot and especially for Paul and I he didn't work anymore he didn't fly everything kind of ground to a halt yes it was a really it was quite a monumental month that of like wow what's what's going on here and I suppose because I'd had the time how do I put it the compartmentalizing really came in with the kids because I realized we only have a capacity bucket and I love describing it as a bucket a day of our thoughts and I can't drift away and think of the app all the time whilst I'm trying to concentrate on who needs to eat what when who needs feeding who needs sleep who needs their bed changed and I realized like so many people structure their day they'll wake up and they'll work out um then they'll get ready for work they'll go to work on the way to work they will speak to so-and-so or read so-and-so or get in on their emails and then I realized how do I it was my aha moment was how do I do that with my mind Mm. because we so easily do it with our body um, right tonight I'm seeing so-and-so then my meeting is with so-and-so and you think yeah I need to start doing that with my mind and that was where the compartmentalizing started and I found that my easiest way of coping so for a while I got up at and I'm starting again at 6 a.m before the kids get up at 7 and that's when I journal and um, that's when I work out if I want to work out um, and when I'm working out that's when I do all my thinking I kind of combine them in one um, and then I would move on and then breakfast. But about quarter to seven, I'd be thinking, right, get so the uniforms out. You need to get breakfast all prepared before they're up at seven and wake the little one up. And I have to think by eight o'clock, what's going to happen that time? I need to read so-and-so, so-and-so. And absolutely all thoughts to do with anything before are gone. Right, and that's when okay, I do that. And then the they go thing. at 8.30. And then at 8.30, it's like, <sighs> silence. What should I do now? And that's when I do my work with um, with my airline. And I sit down and for about three hours, I will think of only that. And that's what I suppose was meaning by compartmentalizing. I compartmentalize my body, but also my mind and when I want to use it. And then lunchtime comes and lunch break is the first one where you think, oh, right. What, what was I thinking about? Oh, social media. <laughs> you think, all right, I need to sit down do some research and know what I want to do. And that's I start the thoughts of that. And I'll do that till four. And then from four o'clock, I get prepared for the kids to come home. And I suppose, yeah, if that's what you're meaning when it comes to compartmentalizing, it's becoming self very aware of your own thoughts and your thinking and where they go when, where they cross over. And that's what worked for me. Obviously, many different things will work for many different people, but I really find that kind of thing gets me working at my best and most efficient when I'm allowed to concentrate on one thing at one time and yes everything can more likely to work out yeah I think that's really interesting and um I suppose one one thing that I've taken from your description of it is it all comes down to discipline it's very much again like we said before making a decision I am only going to focus on this for this amount of time and that's it yeah. and if I were to give any sort of advice to anybody listening on this you know Casey said actually when she starts work at let's say half past eight for around three hours you know she can just switch off and focus on that that's not going to be for everyone but you know what you could do what you could do is try half an hour you could say to yourself right for half an hour I'm going to be productive I'm going to work on this task and this task only and after that half an hour I'm going to have a five minute reprieve where at that point I can just kind of come back to consciousness assess what I need to do next and then move on to that next block of time and actually 
being able to be disciplined in how we invest our energy into these blocks of time is a really good way of maximizing productivity. And I think that, you know, as you can see by how much Katie has achieved in her professional and personal life, it's obviously working. Yeah. Well, the thing is, and I'll be honest with you, do I get distracted? Absolutely. (laughs) There's no question when I'm doing work, your like your phone will go off or something. You think, oh my God, what an opportunity. Like, (laughs) ah, I have to go and sort that out. And yes, that naturally will happen. And I'm not like a hundred percent productive. But even if you approve it by 10%, 20%, even if in those three hours it's one laptop that comes out and you do that, and yes, your phone is there, or you put a piece of paper beside you and any brilliant ideas that come in for something else or a play date you have to organize write it down don't beat yourself up for having it at all just have something there so you can dabble in both for a while it's almost the most powerful part is the awareness that you're in that situation the mindfulness that you are ah this is where I am oh it's okay to do that rather than just doing it on autopilot you have no idea you're just sort of days are just merging into one it's it's the awareness of where your thoughts go and when and if it's working for you if it's not and yeah to begin with just be easy with yourself just think oh just practice knowing what I'm doing when finding out what I'm thinking when and then oh I'm like my inspiration comes in the morning by the evening I'm so tired (laughs) that's when I do all like the kids generic cooking cleaning sorting out yeah the the yeah the evening just doesn't work for me whereas others like one of my best friends she goes on at 8 p.m and will work till 1 a.m writing her book because no. that's when she lights up wow. and that's when all the thoughts come in so you think good I love you. that she's like I love that she knows that though like that she's yeah. learned that and isn't isn't kind of trying to reject that or change that it's just embracing no, that okay this is one yeah. creative yeah you are you embrace yourself and go with it and make it work as best for you it's almost like it doesn't work when you're trying to force yourself to do something different like I try and get up at 5 a.m and I did it for a while but it was almost too early yeah um yeah so that's why I brought it back I really wanted to be the 5 a.m because another friend of mine does that she's so good then it just wasn't me six worked six all I needed was 45 minutes and I really made those count and it's like oh and then the stress goes and you know that's you so I highly recommend just even becoming aware to start yeah. the process. Looking at what works for you. I totally agree. Oh, wonderful. Well, we've we've covered so many topics and I think it's going to be such a juicy podcast for everyone. But I did have one final question so. for you. Yes. And, you know, we began the podcast by talking about how, you know, a lot of people sometimes feel as though once they're within a career path or industry or role, that they need to stay there. And, you know, I just wondered if you had any advice for women who feel like they're not necessarily fulfilling their purpose doing what they're doing today, but they have no idea where to begin on exploring what else could be possible. I would say I'm in that position because I'm still doing my main role and I do still love it. And I don't think there's any reason you can't pursue outside and it's the same as if it's not the role that you're after. You can still pursue outside. Um, all I'd say is just let those thoughts run. Like if you're at the stage where you're listening to a podcast and you're like, I want to do something else too. I don't have the time. I don't have the resources. don't have the energy. Just tonight, go to bed. Like don't distract yourself and just let your thoughts roll. Where is it? you love where they go to what I love the one where it's like what can you talk about passionate passionately for 30 minutes right yes. now without any preparation and list and you know where that is like for me it's all about like self-improvement and everything you can change your life and you can do this and you think I love that so let for the next night for the next week or so like don't beat yourself up it happens so slowly if you want to and so organically if you want it to that way but then start listening listening to the ideas and googling and researching just when you have five minutes here and there if it's coaching if it's creative start following people 
on Instagram that do it. That's what I did. You think, oh, and then you suddenly realize so many people are doing it and taking that action. Any little bit of action that feels intuitive or just natural, just start, just play with the thought, play with the action and go that way. Everyone starts. That's the most wonderful thing. Everyone starts where you are starting right now in some way or another. And it is slow. It's, it is a step-by-step, but um, yeah, follow those. And it's micro actions. Just do micro actions and five minutes a day, 10 minutes a day. Your days will be so structured, which is what I felt. I thought I'll never ever be a life coach in a million years. And when I saw the training, it's like, oh my gosh, like six of these days, two of these days, how do we do this? And then it's like, well, we just do it over a year. Hmm. Don't panic. We'll figure it out. We can book and we can organize around it. And then it just happens slowly. So take things. Yeah, I'd say take things slowly. Go step by step. Follow, follow your intuition. Follow the little prompts. Take little micro actions, even if it's like setting up an Instagram account, buying yourself some paints or anything in that sense. Just tiny, just do do what you enjoy and nourish those thoughts and you will see where they take you. I remember thinking, it's like, oh my God, me and where I want to go is like the Grand Canyon. How the <laughs> do I get across that? And then it's amazing when you take these little micro actions, you realize you're halfway across and tiny little like, I always think of it like little stones just appear in front of you, funny enough when you need, and you take the next step, take the next step, take the next step. And yes, I feel like I'm halfway there. We're not all the way there, but yeah and you think oh I don't, I don't even know how I've got here but yeah I'm yeah. halfway here so yeah I yeah it is micro it's the same way as you will be here suddenly doing this podcast and think oh wow what 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 took me here and this coaching and pursuing this new it was probably small actions every day that just sort of felt aligned with you yeah 100 percent. and what I would say to people as well is um more often than not, it's never the first thought that we have. The first no. thought that we tend to have usually gets us on the path, but it evolves and it evolves more and it yeah. evolves more. And so often what pe- the reason that people hold back from exploring something new is because they want to be able to tell somebody, perhaps their partner, perhaps their mum perhaps their friend they want to be able to tell somebody this is what I'm going to do this is the reason why and this is how long it's going to take me and when any of those elements aren't clear to them they feel like they they haven't got anything quantifiable so they just stop they stop thinking about it because they think oh I just don't know how I'm going to do it whereas yeah that control isn't it that planning yeah you don't tell anyone at all control it yeah explore look around, research, enjoy the research, don't have any pressure behind it, just allow yourself to be curious about other things that you could be open to Um, and don't feel like you have to tell anyone and even if you do tell someone and it changes, so what? Literally, the other person is not going to... A million times. Yeah. No, it's going to change so many times what you pursue and where you go. Yeah. you're absolutely right it's like don't if you don't want to share it with someone don't share it with someone if you go down a path and you feel uncomfortable change the path like oh I don't want to put my face in front of social media okay find people have done social media without it and then you yeah. go bing 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 and you you really can navigate your way there if you keep putting one foot in front of another it's just it's not like you say an absolute guaranteed path that you can share everyone with it's almost like share the goal and then it might be it might change who knows (laughs) yeah exactly but it's all about being open to exploring different avenues and different options for you and I believe strongly that fulfillment is something that we all deserve and I think if you're if you're sitting here today wondering whether you're fulfilled in your role the answer is probably no um you, you know when you're fulfilled so if you're not feeling that, you know, begin exploring, begin researching. Um, and I'm also an advocate. This is a bit of a, a kind of on the flip side. I'm also an advocate for exploring opportunities 
that might actually be aligned with some of those areas that you're wanting to explore and the values within the organization that you're in now it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to quit your job and look for something else or start a business overnight try and look all around you for opportunities that do align with those values could be that there's a role in the organization that you work for now in a completely different department that would actually be really really beneficial to you so kind of keep your eyes open for these opportunities because they will appear once you decide to make a decision to look for something new absolutely I, I love that it's so true and it will if you open yourself up to receiving them you'll see opportunities everywhere everywhere yeah. it'll yeah. actually be, it might even be a bit overwhelming because there's so many yeah. opportunities but once you see them you can't unsee them and it's really exciting so yeah no, I'm so, so grateful that you've come on the show. Thank you so much, Katie. And, oh, it's been a pleasure. Know, I'll link up, obviously, the link to the app as well. But um, is there any other kind of social media that you have surrounding the app that we can direct anyone to? Oh, thank you. We do. We have our website, www.studiothinkapp.com. And you can find us on Instagram at Studio Think App. Um, so, yes, follow us. We're getting used to it all at the moment. So, um yeah be a pleasure and do please download the app check it out and have a good listen over a few months and any feedback you have will be eternally grateful for so thank you enjoy it and I really hope it adds to your life as well wonderful I know so many people are going to be checking out if any of my clients are listening which I know you do listen I'm going to be sending you this in your email so you probably by the time this podcast episode comes out will hopefully be seasoned pros on the studio think app so um Casey thank you again and if you like what you've heard in this episode everybody please do give a rating and a review it really helps other people to find the episode so thank you so much Thank you so much for listening to the Achieve With Me podcast. If you like what you heard, please do leave a rating and a review. It only takes a couple of seconds, but it really helps other people to find the podcast. Now, all this talk of coaching may have had you considering if this could be of a benefit to you. If you are considering looking at one-to-one confidence coaching or some support with building the next steps ahead in your career, please do visit my website, which is rachelharriotscoaching.co.uk. Or if you're not already following me on Instagram, that's at rachelharriotcoaching. I would love to connect with you. Have a great day.